Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Dick House productions. These are five of my favorite films uh, produced by Dick House, uh, which is the company that produced all the Jackass movies and TV shows. Uh, they've done everything from the prank hidden camera type of show like a jackass show uh to straight up documentaries like being evil or to like hybrid movies that's similar to like bad trip in bad bad grandpa uh to full traditional type of uh theatrical film uh with a lot of stunt work in it uh so they've kind of run the gambit always kind of in that same vein of like rebellious troublemaker stunts things of that nature uh so i wanted to since jackass forever recently hit streaming on paramount plus which was a hilarious movie everybody should check it out uh, i decided to go through the entire catalog of the dick house productions of their films documentaries and films everything but their tv shows they've done a lot of tv shows um and rank them. So this is my top five Dick House productions in, in movie form or in a theatrical form. I don't even know if they were all released theatrically, but let's go through. I will do my top five, and then I'll talk about my honorable mentions, the ones that didn't make the list. But starting off with my number five favorite Dick House production being Evil. It's a documentary about Evil Knievel. Uh, I think inspired by one of their documentaries, Matt Hoffman, they did a, a short doc, which I didn't get around to watching and probably wouldn't have made the list anyway. Uh, Matt Hoffman's Tribute to Evil Knievel, uh, which is like a 45-minute thing. It's on YouTube, uh, and I'm sure it's great, uh, but I would imagine that their documentary being evil, which is sitting here at number five on my list, uh, is quite a bit more. And it's a great documentary. You got a lot of interviews with people that knew uh, Evil Knievel. Obviously, as a kid, I loved the idea. I love stuntmen. I loved do the. There was like a show about stuntmen that, that was uh, happening in like uh, about like movie stunt people. But always loved the Evil Knievel, Daredevil type of stuff, which is so much of what inspired jackass itself not only like the death defying stunt type of deals not that a lot of jackass is is extremely death defying but uh even like the crew of evil knievel evil knievel when he started out had a crew of guys similar to like the jackass crew of guys one of which in evil knievel's crew was a little person who would do uh stunts that were modeled after the stunt that evil knievel was going to do but the little person would fail every time and the crowd loved it and of course in jackass they have Wee man uh so even even like the 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 components of the crew are very similar in the evil knievel crew and the jackass crew uh but it's an interesting documentary finding out how kind of horrible evil knievel was but also how he was able to become successful doing a thing that like he like created a, a form of entertainment uh which is led the way paved the way in a lot of ways for shows like jackass uh so it's a solid documentary directed by daniel jung 
Um, and it has a lot of good interviews with some of the Jackass uh, crew as well. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, my fifth favorite production by the Dick House production studio being evil. Moving on to number four, my fourth favorite Dick House production is Jackass 3D. It is the first Jackass movie to be on the list, Jackass 3D. Obviously a lot of fun, uh, a movie that by all means could have been the final Jackass movie. Uh, obviously we now know Jackass Forever is out. Uh, will it make the list? I don't know. But Jackass 3D is here at number four, and it's a lot of fun. You have uh, a lot, like, just in every Jackass movie, they seem to up the production value in a lot of ways. And Jackass 3D, you have, obviously, uh, it was came out in a time where 3D was the new popular trend in movies that obviously... It obviously is still going strong today with every single movie being released in 3D and every single TV is a 3D TV. Yeah, completely. It's a trend not even completely worthless from the Avatar director. Uh, but yeah, Jackass 3D is a movie that I wish I had a 3D TV for. It, it is one of the few movies where I wish I had a 3D TV to watch it because it's, it's a fun. They play around with it a lot. Especially, I mean, you had the, the, the jackass crew, the stunts that they do. It, it's just like a no-brainer that, of course, 3D. And also super slow-mo, which was a lot of fun as well, which is something that you can still see without 3D glasses. Uh, you don't get the 3D parts, but you get all the, you get all the, uh, the slow-mo aspects. Uh, and just a lot of fun. Uh, definitely, you can tell like they're feeling old in, the, in, th in 3. At the end of 3... They have all these guys like Bam just praying that there's no more Jackass movies. Um, and then you also get like uh, little pictures of what everybody looked like when they were young, uh, which is a lot of fun, which is a lot of fun. So Jackass 3D is sitting nice and pretty here at number four on my top five list of Dick House Productions. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Moving on to my number three favorite Dick House production is a movie that I revisited, obviously rewatched everything for this list. Uh, and this is a movie that I did not really like when it came out. Uh, but it is here, sitting at number three, the only true cinematic film. It's not a hybrid. It's not a hidden camera prank show. That movie coming in at number three is Action Park, which is a movie. It's an okay movie, right? It's about the true story is very interesting about uh, Action Park. And uh, I forget what it was called. Action Point. I'm sorry. Action Park is the actual park that was in New Jersey. Action Point is the movie 
about that. The fictional movie starring Johnny Knoxville. It also has uh, it also has Chris Pontius in. Chris Pontius is the best in this movie. He is the best part of this movie, hands down. He should have been the main focus of this movie. Instead of Johnny Knoxville doing his old man makeup bullshit again, which I am tired of the, the old grandpa bit. It's like you can put makeup on to look like other people other than old people. Kind of tired of it. Whereas Chris Pontius is just like effortlessly joyful in this movie. And it is so fun. Like he is the only person that like, like I want to see a full movie of this character. I wish he was the central character of this, like telling the story from his character's point of view, working at this crazy park and like, and it could be him in old makeup telling his kids. But I, Chris Pontius in this movie is the all-star is the all-star by, by so much. Uh, whereas I'm just kind of tired. I think I like Johnny Knoxville as an actor. Don't get me wrong. He's been in a lot of fun movies. Maybe I'll do a top five one day of Johnny Knoxville movies. But uh, in this, I, I don't think he's that great of an actor to pull off the the whole old man improvised type of thing. I'm just kind of tired of it. Um, but Chris Pawnee is greatest part of this. Fun movie, you know, fun like uh, like uh, summer camp type of a movie, right? If you're just watching it as a summer camp movie, and there's some fun stunts that I'm sure Johnny, they're not really shot the best to really capture the fact that these actors are actually doing the stunts. You know, like when, when Tom Cruise does a stunt, you make sure to see that it's Tom Cruise doing the stunt. In a lot of the stunts in Action Point, it's like, I assume it's Johnny Knoxville doing it, getting thrown through a barn. But the way the camera cuts and you're seeing it from behind, far away, it literally could have been anybody. Uh, but a fun movie nonetheless. Uh, and, and revisiting it, I enjoyed it more. I was a little bit more disappointed when I first watched it. Enjoyed it more on the second viewing. Also, Johnny Pemberton's great in this movie. He plays one of the camp counselors. Uh, but by far... Chris Pontius, the all-star of Action Point. The all-star. So that is why Chris Pontius could single-handedly be the reason why this movie is even on the list at all. But but also definitely why it's at number three. Uh, 100% Chris Pontius did the heavy lifting in that. Uh, So Action Point at number three. Moving on to number two, my second favorite Dick House production is Jackass forever, forever. The newest of the Jackass movies, uh, a really fun movie, very much a like Lega sequel of a Jackass film where it is in a lot of ways Jackass paying homage to a lot of their earlier bits in their crew, uh, amping them up, uh, amping up the production value, also bringing in fresh blood, bringing in younger people, bringing in more diverse cast of people. You have a woman, finally. I don't think there's any... I mean, there's you have uh, people dressed as women in, some of the, in a lot of the Jackass movies, but I think this is the first to actually have a female 
participating in the jackassery. Uh, so for all of those reasons, I love Jackass Forever. There is a scene where they light a fart underwater that made me almost pass out. I was laughing so hard. It is, and also in that same bit is a cameo from a former Mythbuster, which is amazing. Like it, like just recognizing that guy from the Mythbusters. I forget what his name is uh, offhand now, and I bet I will not be able to look it up effortlessly uh, on IMDb as I'm trying to talk. Um, Tori Belacci. I just remembered the name. How do I remember that name? Tori Belacci from not only Mythbusters, but he had a similar show on Netflix called, I think, White Rabbit Project, I think. Uh, but he was the scientist that was overseeing the uh, the ability to light a fart underwater. Uh, and it's hilarious. I literally laughed so hard, I almost passed out. There were other really funny parts in it as well that made me laugh uh, vo verbally out loud and it's you know not only are you seeing kind of the torch being passed to these news people but you're also still seeing like steve-o still doing his thing you still seeing uh you're still seeing johnny knoxville getting like in every movie he's got to get run over by a bull it is crazy uh but a lot of fun a lot of fun despite the like after jackass 3d like the end of jackass 3d it really felt like that was the last time we're ever going to see these guys do crazy stuff. Now, obviously, Steve-O went on to do, he's doing live stuff. He's doing, he's still doing a lot of that jackass stuff on his own independently. Um, but yeah, for them to come back and for that magic to come back and still be so funny and to bring in all these new people into the mix uh, and do it while COVID is going on. You know, you're seeing everybody wearing their masks and things like that. Uh, I really loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, so that's why it's my number two, my second favorite Jack, or not my second favorite Jackass movie, but my second favorite Dickhouse production. Which maybe there's a Jackass at number one. Let's see, because coming in next. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. My number one, my favorite jackass or my favorite dick house production they are so intertwined, it's like crazy. But my favorite Dick House production of all time, my favorite thing that that company has produced by far is Jackass number two. The best Jackass. Hands down the best Jackass, right? The first Jackass movie really just kind of felt like an extension of the TV show. 
right? S- s- the second one, they upped everything, right? They upped everything. The second one has the amazing bit at the end where they have one of their guys who is dressing up as a terrorist, right? A stereotypical racist, obviously, but whatever. S- terrorist, right? They one glue pu- there's like so many layers to the last stunt in this in this in this movie jackass number two right first off they, they have this thing where okay the guy is going to pretend like he's a terrorist he's going to get in a cab and there he's he thinks he's going to prank the cab driver right but that's not what it, the the whole bit is about punking this guy who's dressing up as a terrorist and one of the layers of being punked is having everybody involved in jackass shave their pubes and get those pubes glued glued to his face as a beard he doesn't know it's their pubes yet but that's how it starts just in the prep they're already they're already getting this guy just pasting on these pubes and then they they hired an actor to to play the guy from uh from the uh shander sekar uh i forget his first name but he's from the the uh super troopers crew the Broken Lizards crew. Uh, they hired him to be... This is before they got really big. Uh, but they've hired him to be the cab driver. And in the bit where he's in the taxi, like there is a reversal where the cab driver takes him, knows he's bullshit, obviously, because he's in on it, and then forces him to get in the trunk and kidnaps him. It is like the funniest like layers upon layers of of a prank that you could have it is so funny it is so funny uh it's also got the the great like love letter that explodes right they they taped like this this like big you know heart that's cut out of construction paper with this like long message on it and as the message gets down to the end the print gets smaller and smaller which forces the person who's reading it to get closer and closer and when they get closer a big airbag pops out and knocks them down hilarious bit so many hilarious bits in number two it is by far the funniest like they're also in India during the, the a lot of the taping so it, you get like this interesting flavor they're doing a lot of different things um but yeah jackass number two my favorite jackass movie obviously but also my favorite dick house production uh jackass number two it is just i think it's just the right combination of them being young enough to do crazy shit like really kind of crazy shit they also did i think that's the one with the the teeter-totter and the the four-way teeter-totter in the bowl it's just a lot of fun, Jackass number two. It is every time I watch, I'm like, yes, this is this is it. Number three is close, but not quite. Not quite. Like they upped things. Like three has the giant hand that that hits people, uh, which is also in Jackass Forever. But uh, yeah, Jackass number two is my number one favorite Dick House production. Uh, let me talk about the ones that didn't make it. Obviously, Grant, Bad Grandpa, which is their hybrid movie. Uh, I don't think Johnny Knoxville is a good enough actor to pull off the 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 kind of the improv storytelling you would need to have to kind of fill in. It's like a, a long, boring. It's not even that long. I think it's like ninety minutes, but it is. It feels long and boring. Uh, like I've watched it, I think three times now, and every time I watch it, I end up checking to see how lo- far along I am, and it's only like halfway through. It's like, oh, no. 
Oh, no. The kid in it's okay, but I'm just tired of the bad grandpa bit. I'm, t- I'm so tired of it. It's not that funny. Knoxville's not that good of an actor. And it's just, like, the story's not that good. Like, there's some fun moments that happen within it. Like, I, I think Bad Trip did what what Bad Grandpa was trying to do, like, exponentially better. I think Bad Trip is a great hybrid type of movie. Uh, but, yeah, Bad Grandpa didn't, didn't quite make it. Uh, the first Jackass, like I said, felt just more like an extension of the TV show. Really didn't feel like it was doing much different. Uh, than the TV show was already, um, despite it being funny. I mean, it's not necessarily bad. It's just I think all these other things are kind of doing it at a higher level, like they're elevated uh, past that first Jackass movie. Uh, the first documentary, The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, is a documentary I saw a long, long time ago. Uh, and in rewatching it, it's just it's a very directionless documentary. Uh, you're following this this family called the Whites. Their last name is Whites, and they are the historically the worst family in West Virginia. Uh, they are constantly in trouble with the law, yet somehow are are always they always have money, uh, and just like the most trashiest of white trash families. And uh, I think there's a lot of interesting things that could have been a lot of interesting stories that could have been told in that documentary. I think there could have been a lot of interesting points that could have been made in that documentary. Uh, Like I would love to see they could easily do like a making the murderer type of series on that family if done with a different documentary crew. Uh, But, yeah, it just felt pretty directionless. And uh, that's why I mean, being evil is a way better documentary. Uh, but still, there's it's very interesting that that documentary. So I'd, if you haven't watched it, I'd, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's just not for documentaries. It's not a very good documentary. Uh, it doesn't tell a very cohesive story. And the only other movie was the Matt Hoffman Evil Knievel movie, and I just I already watched. I there's no way that's better than Being Evil, and Being Evil was number five. So I didn't even bother with it. Uh, but that's it. One more time, my top five Dick House productions. Number five, Being Evil. Number four, Jackass 3D. Number three is Action Point. Number two is Jackass Forever. And my number one favorite Dick House production is Jackass number two. Let me know how you would rank your top five Dick House productions or even the Jackass movies, in the comments, hit me up on social media. I want to know how they all rank in your mind. Uh, Let me know. And uh, that's it. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.